Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode six on What About Therapy. I'm your host, Enoch Fossum, and I'm currently going to school to become a licensed marriage and family therapist. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about the relationship attachment model, aka RAM. This was developed by Dr. John Van Epp, and I talked about him a little bit in my last episode. He's the one that uh, came up with the ingredients for change that I talked about in in that episode. And so he's the one that also developed RAM. And I talked a little bit about, again, last episode, how I'm going to talk about this RAM or or the uh, relationship attachment model. And so this is it. This is the episode. So all that coming up next on What About Therapy. All right, you guys, I am so excited to talk about the relationship attachment model. Um, I first learned about this back in ninth grade in my health class. So there may be some of you out there that have learned about it or heard about it at least. Um, But yeah, anyway, so before we get into it, um, I haven't been uploading as frequently as I wanted to, as I have been anyway, which, uh, and when I have this like, you know, once a week deadline, it kind of forces me to like rush episodes. And I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. You know, I'm doing this podcast as a hobby and for fun. I want to, I want to love doing it, you know? And so when I have to rush it, when I have to, you know what, that, if you feel that pressure of, oh my gosh, I have to put on an episode. Uh, I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to make this a stressor for me. And so I'm thinking I'm, I'm probably just going to start putting out episodes every two weeks. And so that way, um, with school and just with life in general, uh, when that, I don't know, when, when I'm busy with all that, um, I don't need to feel pressure to, to put it on, put out an episode. So just a future disclaimer, I'm going to probably start putting episodes out, um, every two weeks. And so that way I can also work on the episode, um, for a longer period of time and just make it, make it better, you know, have more crisp. Uh, notes and just kind of do my best to put out better content. And so like my last episode, the ingredients for change, I'm not going to lie. Like I I definitely rushed that episode. And so it didn't really turn out the way that I wanted it to. And so I'm probably going to revisit the ingredients for change in a a future episode. I'm not going to completely redo the episode um, because I mean, I really, I really don't mind, you know, I really don't care that that episode's there. Um, and there are still a lot of good things that I learned putting together that podcast. And um, I hope there are a lot of things that you learned as well. But so yeah, anyways, I'm just not going to make this podcast a stressor for me. I don't think it should be a stressor for anyone. It should um, it should be a lot of fun. You know, I don't mean to shit on any of you guys, but um, it should be fun if you're going to do a podcast. And if you're starting of uh, or if you're thinking of starting a podcast, um, make it fun. You know, this should be, uh, on a, on a topic that you love or, or whatever, whatever it is that you want to do a podcast on, you need to love it because if you don't, it's just going to become something on your bucket list that you end up, you know, not wanting to do. And so the past couple of weeks, that's kind of how my podcast was feeling for me. And so I'm just going to kind of take a chill pill and relax, you know, right, right now in my life, I don't have the time really to put out an episode every week um, in the quality that I want to do it. And so anyways, little rant there, 
but just letting you all know. And so I'm okay. All right. <laughs> if I put out an episode a bit later, I'm okay. I'm doing, I'm doing great. Um, I just want to make this thing, this hobby fun for myself. So this is just a way to do it. So, okay, back to it. So the Ram. Um, so like I said in the introduction, this was developed by Dr. John Van Epp. And I'm not sure if it's talked about in any of his other books, but his book, How to Avoid Falling in Love with a Jerk, that's the book, same book that I talked about in, uh, in my last episode, The Ingredients for Change. And I linked it down in the description to that episode. I will also link it in this um, in the description to this episode as well. It'll just be the, uh, the Amazon link to the book. And so I definitely highly recommend it. It has been such a great book. And you learn a lot. Dr. John Van Epp is very knowledgeable in relationships, and that's that's his main focus. That main focus as a therapist is uh, relationships. So he, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure what year he developed the RAM, this model, um, because I learned about it in ninth grade. So that was what that would have been, man. I'm not even sure. Uh, years ago. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, it was before that. That's all I know. <clears throat> but when I first learned about this, it didn't really it didn't really click with me because, I don't know, like, Mutz has just been the junior high brain, um, you know, not really caring about relationships. I don't know if that's how you guys were. That's a, that's definitely how I was. <laughs> I didn't, uh, I wasn't really interested in forming a strong, you know, a strong bond relationship with my wife at the time in ninth grade. So I kind of just brushed it off. And then a couple of semesters ago, I took a marriage relationship skills class. And one of the textbooks for the class was how to avoid falling in love with a jerk. And then that's, Again, where I came across the RAM, the RAM model. People say the RAM model, but that doesn't really that doesn't make any sense. Relationship attachment model model. But anyways, I the RAM model. It works. It works. Just don't think about it. So I came across the RAM model again and I was like, man, how do where do I know this? Like I've I've heard of this before. And I remember ninth grade health class, uh, we talked about this a little bit. And it was really cool to actually understand what I was learning and understand the oh excuse me the importance of the of RAM of the relationship attachment model. So I'm also gonna try and put a picture of the relationship attachment model in the description as well, so you can actually get a visual of what I'm talking about because the way it's described, it can be. I don't know, it can be kind of difficult to understand. Um, so I'm going to use uh, Dr. Van Epp's words to describe it because he does a really good job. But in the book, there is also a picture of it as well, which helps me a whole lot. Um, I, I'm a visual learner. It helps me to, to see what I'm learning, right? Because then I can put that in my memory and kind of store that picture away. So once you see the picture... Uh, it'll, it'll make a whole lot more sense to you. Um, but you may also get it 
like understand it when I uh, when I describe it. And so you can also Google relationship attachment model or RAM model that also uh, pulls it up. And so if you're listening to this while you're driving, then don't just just wait. Okay, just wait to look at the picture. Uh, wait to look at the picture in the description if I can get one. Um, and if so, if there's no picture in there in the description, then you can always just Google it and you'll be able to see. So uh, let's see here. Just looking at my notes. So Dr. Van Epp, he says that it's crucial to realize that your ability to form strong and loving bonds can betray you if you do not intentionally pace a new relationship. And so a lot of the situations that you'll read about in this book are people who just kind of jump right into relationships. They've formed unhealthy relationships in the past, and they just kind of go in this unhealthy pattern um, over and over and over again with different people. And so he developed the relationship attachment model to be able to help people to pace a relationship, to kind of break these unhealthy relationship patterns that can form. And this model will show you how to uh, form that strong bond that's really required in a successful relationship. And so he goes on to say that emotional bonding is intrinsic to relationships and understanding of how you bond provides a practical guide for pacing your relationships. This is the way to be immunized against the love is blind infection. And so I really love that quote right there, especially that last sentence. It's the way to be immunized against the love is blind infection. And so the whole love is blind infection is where you don't pay attention to their flaws, right? I don't know if we've talked about this before in the past, but it's also called the uh, putting on the rose-colored glasses, where all you see are roses, all you see are the good things in a person, and you don't take a step back, you don't take off those ro those rose-colored glasses, and you don't uh, look at also some of the negative aspects of the person you're in a relationship uh, with. So maybe they do... Uh, I don't know, maybe they're mean to uh, their family members or mean to uh, cashiers, you know, whatever it is. Uh, you you kind of put that off, you know. And so side note, actually real quick, is one of the best ways you can tell that someone is going to treat you or how someone is going to treat you in a relationship. So let's say you just start dating this guy or start dating this girl. One of the best ways you can tell how they're going to treat you in the future is how they treat cash registers, like at restaurants, at the gas station, at the store. And that's a really good indicator of how they will treat you. And so if they're mean to them, if they're short-tempered with them, then that's most likely how they're going to treat you. And so in a new relationship, someone can put on a fake like persona, a fake mask for about three months. And then once that three-month mark is up, that's kind of when these uh, normal habits, normal behaviors start to come up in the relationship. And so that's something to look for. You take off those, ro those rose-colored glasses and be looking at that. So that's kind of a little side note here, but also really important with this. So the relationship attachment model 
will show you how to pace the relationship in a healthy way to form a healthy healthy relationship and a strong relationship. So let's see here. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. That's something in my throat. Um, so let me try and describe this model here for you. So first of all, like I said, it's to this relationship attachment models to help us help us strengthen our relationship and also to uh, evaluate where we stand with one another. So the other day, I think like two weeks ago or something, about a week ago, uh, I was laying in bed, lying, laying? I was just laying in bed with my wife uh, right before we were about to hit the hay for the night. And I was reading the book, How to Avoid Falling in Love with a Jerk, kind of preparing for this podcast and reading up on it, refreshing my mind. and. I asked my wife, I was like, hey, I showed her the picture of the the model. And I was like, where do you think we stand with, uh, you know, on this uh, diagram, on this model? And so she showed me. It's actually really eye-opening as well, The uh, what she, um, I guess, how she, uh, I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know how to say it, how she leveled it, how she scored it. And so it was eye-opening me, to me in the way that, like I know kind of where our relationship is unbalanced in a sense and not, it's not an unhealthy balance. Um, it was just really eye opening to me to show, to see where uh, I can, where we can, I guess, do better in our relationship. And so that's another way that the RAM model is used. And I, so I thought that was really cool that I actually was able to use it. So, okay. All right. Here we go. I'm going to describe it to you now. It may be kind of confusing, so try and find the picture if you can. It'll help a lot. But So picture a soundboard, okay? This is the same way that uh, Dr. Van Epp describes it as well. So picture a soundboard equalizer with five sliders that go up and down evenly that are spaced on the face of the board. Does that make sense? Hopefully. <laughs> You're going to have to know what a soundboard equalizer is for this to make sense. So. Um, so picture those five sliders that go up and down and they're spaced evenly across the face. And you can even put on the top of the equalizer, it says RAM, relationship attachment model. And so going from left to right, you have five different dynamics, okay, or five different categories. And so from going left to right, the first one is know, trust, rely, commit, and touch. Okay, so how much you know someone, how much you trust someone, how much you rely on someone, um, how committed you are to them, and then um, touch. And the touch is um, intimacy, okay, sexual intimacy. It's not just like uh, like hugging your bros, you know, do a bro hug. This is sexual intimacy, all right? So how it works is Let's see. So these all all these five sources or these five um, dynamics uh, in a relationship. Um, so he here scratch that. He goes on. Doctor Van Epp says um, that there are five main sources 
in a relationship or five main uh, dynamics, you could say. Um, and those relation, those dynamics are no trust, rely, commit, and touch. And so those are really five things that we all need, okay, to form a strong relationship. So those, everything um, that a relationship en- encompasses, those are in there, okay? So the key to the relationship attachment model is to going from left to right, you want to slowly move up the uh, the five sliders, okay? So, but you want to do it in order from left to right. So in a relationship, you first want to know someone, okay? We'll go to this extreme first, okay? You want to know someone before you have sex with them, right? I mean, that just makes... That makes sense to me. <laughs> so um, you you want to make sure you know them before you are sexually intimate with them. Um, and same thing goes with you want to know someone before you commit to them or before you rely or trust them. Because like, just think about that. That just makes sense, right? You don't want to trust someone that you don't know or that can be hard. Like for instance, I so I'm a super I'm a super huge watch enthusiast. Okay, I love watches. I love learning about the history behind them, behind the brand, behind the model. And uh, so, um, shopping on eBay, okay, bidding on vintage watches has been like my new thing. It's been it's been super fun. And just the scary part is about eBay is that you don't know the people, right? You don't know the people that you're buying from. So it can be really hard to trust them and to commit to buying something. It's it's always a risk on eBay. So, for instance, I bought a watch like three weeks ago, two weeks ago, and it hasn't come yet. And tracking says it hasn't left yet. Um, and so I was like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? And so my trust for that person that I didn't know went down and I got angry. And so you see how that can be, that can form an unhealthy relationship. But thankfully today, actually, uh, he messaged me and was like, I'm sorry, it's been sitting in the mailbox forever. I'm just going to go personally deliver it, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm going to get it like on Monday. So I'm super stoked about that. So anyways, that's just a little example um, of how this can work, okay, <laughs> with this uh, relationship attachment model. I thought that was really cool. So first, you want to know someone. And as that slider goes up, you can then start to trust them and move that slider up. And then as you continue to know them and continue to trust them, as those sliders go up, you then start to rely on them to to meet your needs right? So the key here with the relationship attachment model um, is balance. So you don't want a dynamic to, let's see, so anything after no, knowing someone, you don't want that to be higher than its previous, uh, the previous slider. So since knowing someone is the first one, right, there's no previous slider before that. 
that's kind of the general, the basic, um, you know, how you start a relationship. You start to get to know them. So that slider starts to go up and then the trust slider starts to go up. So you start getting into dangerous waters when you start trusting someone more than you know them, especially, especially when you're in a relationship with them, right? That's called the relationship attachment model. So when you're, when you're in a relationship, uh, it's, it's not healthy. The, the red zone, the danger zone is when you start to trust someone more than you know them, or you start to rely on someone, which is the third slider, more than you trust them or more than you know them. Or you see this a lot, especially in uh, like high school relationships, college relationships, really any relationship you can see in the world today that knowing them, um, like if you, like a one night stand, for instance, you don't know that person. Like, sure, you may know their name. You know, you may know where they're from, what they like to do, the very, very basic stuff. And then a couple hours later, you go and have sex with them. You go and sleep with them, you know? And so that just causes so much emotional damage and scarring um, to both of the people because that relationship attachment model, the RAM, was thrown so out of balance. And of course, those kind of relationships most of the time don't work out. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say none of them do because I mean, you have you have that that 1% where it just works out and they go on living a happy relationship for the rest of their lives, you know? But that's that's usually not the case. So the reason that Dr. John Van Epp created this model was to model, right? Model a what a healthy relationship looks like and how you can measure it, how you can evaluate it. So he, he also talks about, now I'm going to be, I'm kind of rusty on this, um, but he talks about how dating, okay, in the world today, for the most part is unhealthy, okay? Now I'm not saying, this was, this was a weird concept for me at first as well, because I was like, what? Like we're not supposed to date, but you just, you, he's, he, he's meaning that dating can be unhealthy when you have this um, unbalanced uh, RAM, okay, this unbalanced RAM model. And most of the time in relationships, the RAM, the RAM model is unbalanced because people aren't aware of how to create this strong bond that are required in these relationships. And so most people in relationships just kind of jump the gun. You know, like I said, kind of gets to know them. I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm also not saying that everyone uh, that dates is going to sleep with that person that night, you know, but it happens. It happens probably more than we know. So um, where was I going with that? So dating is unhealthy. So you want to, before jumping into dating that person, you want to kind of start to slide up the no slider on the RAM, right? Um, and then you slowly want to uh, slide up that, the trust slider, and then the rely and then commit. And so 
once you move up the no rely or sorry the no trust and rely the first three sliders then you can commit right then you can start dating um, you can be official right so dating is unhealthy dating is not good when the relationship attachment model is unbalanced because that just forms unhealthy habits unhealthy patterns um, and so when like the example that dr van Epp gives here is when um, this there was this woman that kept going to all of these just not good guys okay and so she would get in there get in this relationship she would get to know them then kind of jump the gun a little bit she would instantly trust them instantly commit to them um, and instantly rely on them without knowing without knowing them and then the touch slider would also go up there so they would be sexually intimate and and all this stuff and so it was the the RAM, the model was really flipped, okay? So the touch was higher than commit, commit was higher than rely, relies was higher than trust, and trust was like, you know, not even there. Or sorry, no, knowing the person was not even there. And so this person would get in a relationship, have this unbalanced RAM model, have this, okay, we'll, we're just going to say unbalanced RAM, okay? So have this unbalanced ram, and then she would break up with the guy, or he would break up with her. Most of the time, the guy would break up with her because she would instantly commit to that person, right? Give go all in, and then the guy would just um, use her for sex or whatever it was. Break up with her, and then she would go to another guy, and the relationship would be the exact same. The same thing would happen. She would instantly commit to that person, instantly rely on them without even knowing them. And so you see how that can be unhealthy. And so when the relationship, when the RAM is balanced, that's how, um, that's when dating becomes healthy. When you make sure that you are moving these sliders up slowly without moving a previous slider past the one after it. So I hope that makes sense. Um, again, if you're kind of confused right now, just hopefully look at the picture in the description or just um, just uh, Google it. And I don't think I'll actually be able to put a picture in the description now that I think about it. I'll just put a link to it. There you go. That's, that's the easy way to do it. But uh, so Dr. Van Epp says that relying on someone beyond your level of trust hooks you emotionally into a dangerous relationship addiction. And so just like with this, uh, this woman I was talking about, how she kept getting into these unhealthy relationships over and over and over again, that just caused her a lot of uh, emotional scarring and trauma. And so when you learn to pace the relationship to get to know them more than you trust them, and rely on them and commit to them and more than you uh, are sexually intimate when you learn to pace it that's when strong bonds are formed and that's when a healthy relationship can start to grow and that's how successful marriages happen so speaking of marriage um, this actually brings me to 
one of my last points here is uh, Dr. Van Epp says the only uh, the only time that touch should be higher than its previous uh, uh, the previous sliders is in marriage. Okay, is when. Um, <clears throat> oh, sorry, distracted by text. So the only time that touch should be higher than the previous sliders, or the only time that the RAM should be, or I guess not should be, but can be out of out of whack is in marriage. So um like touch can be higher than uh like rely uh commit no you know all this all this stuff because um being sexually intimate with your wife or with your husband is a way to move those the previous sliders up and so i hope that makes sense um dr van up does a, does a whole lot better at explaining that because that that might sound kind of weird the way i say it but and kind of contradictory but um i hope that makes sense to you where you have things like makeup sex and like that's a real thing that's a real thing okay and so being sexually intimate with your partner can form more trust can um you can get to know them more uh sexually you know like on a different level and you can that can bring that uh that trust and that commitment up higher and that can bring the ram back into a balanced uh balanced state so i hope that i hope that makes sense i know that's kind of contradictory but um yeah anyways so i just wanted to bring that up as well and you know i'm i'll probably come back to this in the future as well and so if you have any questions about this please reach out to me i'm on instagram uh my instagram name is og fossum my facebook name i think is just enoch fossum uh, you can always email me as well epfossum19 at gmail.com uh, so yeah that's the relationship attachment model and i have been able to use this in my marriage um, and right now it's honestly been awesome it's been great to evaluate where uh, where my wife and I are currently in our relationship and I'm going to continue to use it as well. So, um, this is, I hope this, this, uh, episode is helpful. Uh, I know it will be and can be, especially if you apply it, especially if you're in the dating world right now, because whoo boy, especially with like COVID and stuff, like it can be, I don't know. It kind of throws off the the dating game a little bit. It's it's kind of spicing things up, but thankfully things are kind of loosening up here. Um, here in Utah, that is anyway. Things are kind of loosening up. I don't know how it is where where you all are, but uh, um, so please just try do your best to apply this model, and I promise you that you'll be able to have really great insights in your current relationships. And if you're not in a relationship yet, that's okay. Just remember the RAM, remember the relationship attachment model, and learn to pace the relationship. I know that can be really hard, okay, especially when you um, start to get to know someone that uh, is really attractive, you really like them, you kind of want to move the relationship on really fast, and that's kind of that's when the RAM gets um, 
off-centered, off-balance, and that's when the unhealthy relationships start to form. And so using the RAM helps you pace it and helps you form those strong bonds. And I, I can't stress that enough. It, so it helps you form the strong bonds that successful and happy relationships are made of. And so there it is. That's the end of this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. And honestly, I've like, I just hit like 300 total views and that's huge. Like I'm, this is, this is awesome. You know, thank you all so much for listening. And, um, I think there's like 5% of you that are from Canada. (laughs) When I, when I saw that, I was like, what? That's crazy. Or people from Italy, New Zealand, Turkey. Um, shout out to all you guys or gals. Um, there are other, some other countries as well. I need to, I need to go back and look, but, uh, thank you all so much. It's like, I can't, I can't stress that enough either. It's, this has been, it's been really fun and the, the support's been overwhelming as well. And so again, if you have any questions, please reach out to me. Um, I would, I'd love to do my best to answer, uh, answer your questions. And again, I'm not, I'm not a licensed marriage and family therapist yet, so I can't give you, uh, like counseling, you know, I mean, uh, legally anyway, like, but if you want my advice and, um, or if you have any topics that you want me to talk on, please reach out to me as well. I have a whole list of different topics that people have wanted me to talk about. And so if you have something that you want me to talk about, please let me know. And I would love to look into it. I love to research about it. And, uh, yeah, I just love, I love learning everything about this topic that I can well about therapy, which there's, there's so much in this field under this therapy umbrella. And so I'd love to, to learn new things. So please reach out to me if you have any questions or if you have, excuse me, topics that you want me to, to talk about. So I will see you all in, I guess I won't see you all. I'll, I'll talk to you all next week or actually probably not next week, right? Probably in two weeks or so. I mean, I'm just doing this when I have time because I love it. So we'll see what the future brings. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you liked it, please leave a rating and review. That would mean the world to me. That's how I'll be able to reach and help as many people as I possibly can. And if you know of anyone that could possibly benefit from this episode or any other one of my episodes, please share it with them. You can also subscribe or follow to be notified when my future episodes come out. Thank you all so much for your support, and I'll see you in the next episode. Peace.